0: On today's episode, we have Michelle Smith. She is the senior manager over the LTL brokerage operations at ArcBest out of Fort Smith, Arkansas. And she is a mom, she's a wife, she's a leader. And I know that you're going to enjoy learning from her today. Welcome to the Faithful Leader podcast. I'm Dr. Megan Weinkoff, and this is a show for leaders in the trenches. Together, we'll explore the stories of those who have faced the fires of hell and emerge with the spirit unbroken, fighting to stay joyful and grateful. Whether you're a seasoned leader or just starting your journey, the Faithful Leader Show inspires, guides, and reminds you that you're never alone. Together, let's forge a path to compassionate and courageous faithful leadership. Well, welcome to the Faithful Leader Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us today. Could you please introduce yourself to everyone and tell
1: us about your journey in leadership? So my name is Michelle Smith. I am the Senior Manager for LTL Brokerage Operations at ArcBest. For those who aren't familiar with ArcBest, it is a multi-billion dollar leading logistics company, and we are hitting our 100-year anniversary this year. It's very exciting times here at ArcBest. I've been with the company for 15 years, and I have spent um, time in various roles. That includes sales, operations, project management. Prior to joining ArcBest, I spent two years in education and still hold a, a strong passion for the education field and my favorite role is uh, out of all of that is honestly being a wife and a mom to my my three kiddos so that's just a little bit about me i love it i know that you stay you know joyful and grateful i know
0: you've you've faced a lot of challenges in your leadership journey and had the chance to hear about some of those and you've even shared them with students before so would you like yeah. to share with everyone i think it would be good to to hear about a challenge that you faced and how you maintain joy and gratitude during uncertainty and
1: during that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's a, a lot to share there. And so uh, to talk a little bit about a, a challenge, uh, I, I really kind of think back just to one here in the, the last few years. And that was around, 20, the end of 2019 to 2020, uh, I was actually coming off of maternity leave with my youngest son. As I mentioned, I'm a mom of three. And so um, during that time, I was promoted in my department and tasked with uh, heading up a, a new service offering for our organization. And that is the, the LTL brokerage service line. And uh, with that came uh, things that maybe, you know, I didn't feel quite as prepared with. Um, so I just to kind of give a little color, this was not just one like maybe problem. It was the, a whole set of things that led to a very stre- stressful time in my life. And so um, when I was tasked with standing up that service line, it consisted of um, working a lot with IT teams and on development for numerous platform programs, helping developers and IT teams build a new operational platform, um, hiring, interviewing, hiring and training uh, people to do the day to day execution um, and obviously growing that service line during that time. And so all of that being a, a mom of young children and um, being tasked with that, I would say was, uh, like I said, a very stressful time in my career. And so I was able to, um, and how I still do, maintain joy and, and gratitude during that is um, I you know, constantly look at the things around me that God has has provided for me. And it's kind of a reminder of what he has done for me. I may not be seeing, you know, you know, there are times and seasons where we don't necessarily feel like we see or know what God is doing, Um, and uh, I look at what God has done for me, and so He has given me the gift of my job, the gift of the role that He has placed me in, the gift of my life. Um, I really try to, uh, like I said, remind myself that just myself and myself, I don't deserve nothing, Um, and all good things come from Him. And so that is a reminder I give myself. And um, the other thing that I do to maintain joy and gratitude is um, by looking at my actual role itself. Like I said, during this time, it was very stressful and um, one that, you know, as you're having doubts and and thinking, can I do this? Am I capable of doing this? Um, I, I constantly look at the building process. Um, when I talk about my role to other people who maybe are outside of the organization or don't really necessarily understand what I'm doing, I kind of talk about and say, I feel like my role has been like a builder. Um, I've been pouring the concrete, I've been laying the foundation, framing the house. And when you're when you're building, you have all these challenges and all of these di- difficult obstacles along the way. Um, but what I did to help maintain that joy and gratitude is I kept my eye on the envision. Just like you're building a house, you know what you envision the end product to look like. And the same thing is while I'm working through all of these difficult tasks, I keep my eye on the envision. I know what I'm working towards. So it may be hard today. It may be hard this month or six months or a year during the season of my life. But I know what the end vision is and I know what I'm working towards. So those are a couple ways that I um, spend uh, time thinking about a lot and um, especially over the last few years um, in the current role that I'm in and how I maintain that joy and gratitude.
0: Wow, I love that. And there's a, a lot of I mean, it's 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 so encouraging for especially women leaders that are raising young children. I mean, men leaders, too, because having a family and then getting thrown projects and promotions, it's it can be a lot, a lot to handle. Yeah. And over these last yes. three years that I would love to hear like how you have cultivated that same resilience, you know, in those that you're leading. Because I know, don't you have new, yeah. um, new employees and yeah, I do. younger people coming yes. up?
1: Yes. And it's, you know, I, I talk about the, you know, one of the things I was actually talking to a couple supervisors on my team just uh, this week is um, how much joy I do get from those young people on my team. Um, it, 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 to me, it is really, it's a gift to, to be able to, to be there. And so one of the ways to try to, that I try to cultivate that resilience in, in both myself and in those young people and those that I'm leading is um, I've kind of had to learn this because I wasn't so good at doing it for myself. but it's grace to fail, to learn from it. To do it again and again, if needed, until I am successful, and that is, um, it's like I said, been a, a hard lesson for me over the last eight to ten years of my career. Um, I tend to lean towards more of being a perfectionist, uh, and I put a lot of pressure on myself. And I used to put a lot of pressure on myself to know the answers. and uh, And if I didn't know something, then I would, you know, treat myself probably negatively. And um, so I've learned that it's okay to fail. It's, and in fact, the, the lessons that I learn in those moments uh, make me stronger. And so, you know, one of the things that I try to do with my team is to lead by example, to set the expectations accordingly, but also to extend the grace, extend the grace for them to fail, for them to make mistakes but help them learn from it, help them be successful. And that's really kind of how I view my role is to be that extension. Wow. I mean, I
0: would love to work for you.
1: <laughs> you know, that's, a, that's the type of,
0: <laughs> that's the type of, of leader that you want, you know, and I know um, yeah. I'm with Gen Z quite a bit and they appreciate that because they don't, they know that we're not perfect. They know that their leaders aren't perfect. Yeah. And so, showing that and having grace, you know, grace to fail. I love that. So, you know, I'm all about transformational leadership and I know transactions still have to get done, you know, the daily tasks, but Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. um, being present for people, I know that's something that we've talked about before and something that I wanted to go into of. So like, how do you show up well for the people in your care being present, like what practices or philosophies guide you?
1: Yeah. So I think there are, uh, you know, obviously a few things, um, that guide me. I am a believer. Um, and so that, that goes with me into the workplace. Um, I first learned and kind of the concept of the whole leader when I was at ORU with, you know, the, educating of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And I I believe absolutely in that leader concept. And so I think for me, showing up well for the people to me means staying the course, running the race, and keeping myself aligned with God's will and God's purpose. So that's, that's the first and foremost that I believe that for me, I have to, to stay aligned. Um, that is obviously being involved with a community of of believers and staying in God's word. Um, how I try to put that in practice when I work into, when I walk into the door, um, of my workplace is, um, I try to keep two main things that I've from day one, when I kind of stepped into that leadership role, um, I've tried to embody. And the first thing is, is I believe that I'm a servant. Um, I may have a, a different title. I may be doing different day-to-day work than um, the people on my team at the end of the day. But I view the work that I'm doing and the job that I'm doing as serving them. Meaning I want my role to make in the work that I'm doing to make their job easier, more efficient. I want to help them grow, help them achieve, help them be successful. I want to help our customers, help our company. So I, I really do try to view my role as being a servant. And um, and so when when I think about that, uh, I also find, you know, when you kind of go back to, to being that first question that you asked, I find joy and gratitude in that, that I'm, I'm given the opportunity to do these things. Um, you know, I kind of go back when you look at God's word, even in, in the very first part of Genesis, the first two chapters um, shows us God working. He's leading by example. And even prior to the fall, God placed Adam and Eve in the garden. And one of the first things that he did is he assigned them work. And that was, you know, prior to the fall. This was not a penalty um, for the fall. It was that, you know, we are God designed us to work, and so we see verses, you know, in the Bible like Ecclesiastes two twenty four that tell us that work is a blessing. It's a gift from God, and um, there's joy in work and in, in serving in our work, and we're to kind of be those responsible stewards. So those are the the couple ways that. I try to show up for my people is our first was being a servant. And then uh, the second way I will say is one that I uh, also try to live by is mercy and grace. Those are two things that um, I remember when I first sat down with uh, two, when I promoted two supervisors on my team and the conversation that we had was, in what I felt was the most important as leaders and was, I said, we're going to exercise and extend mercy and grace. Um, I believe that we all make mistakes. We all fall short and, um, we are to live out Jesus as example and we are to be the extension between heaven and the people and we're to be the vessels to allow that to flow through to others. So, um, I really try to, again, live out and remember that I'm here to serve. I am here, um, to, to help others. And, and in doing that, I'm also going to extend that mercy and grace, um, so that I'm connecting, you know, heaven and the people.
0: I love that too. And that's the reason why I chose you as a guest, because I think that you are a faithful leader and you show up so well for those in your care. And I appreciate you and your leadership example, because there's so many watching and emulating you you every day. And I know we all have those leaders that inspire us, right, have been our examples. So I would love to ask you, um, who or or what you know inspires you to be that faithful leader? Who have been those people in your life that have showed you the way?
1: I mean, I feel like there have been there has been so many that, um, and when I look around, I see so many amazing, talented, uh, faithful leaders, and so. Um, I, I look at my pastor and his wife, Lauren and Lee Denton, um, my uh, leader, Faith Wilmuth, And so, and then I also for the what inspires me, obviously, you know, my, my children, my family, um, they all inspire me. And so, you know, one of the things about being a leader that again, a lesson I, I had to learn, I, I don't know, maybe it comes as you're, you're getting older, um, is that being a leader is not about a title. Um, it's not about uh, the, the the money or the paycheck. Uh, so it does mean something uh, to, to be a leader. And, and I believe you can be a leader no matter what position you're in, what p- title you hold or what dollar amount you're bringing home at the end of the day. And so um, that also inspires me uh, to be a faithful leader because I know that, you know, it whether it's in the work workplace or in my own home, I have little people um, watching me, and um, so I, it inspires me to to want to to do well and to set that example. It's
0: beautiful. That's well, a great way to to lead into um, our ending here. But if you could have. If you could leave our listeners with one key takeaway or an action step, you know, maybe in their in their leadership journey, because people can be listening that are just starting out that are maybe not in a quote unquote title of leadership, but are absolutely leading in their in their family and their schools and their workplaces. So what what would it be if you could
1: give a piece of advice? Uh, so I think, you know, there has in this, you know, verse is probably well cited and everyone is familiar with it, but it is one that, um, I have really clung to over the last, um, you know, 10, 12 years of, of my life. And I still come back to it in different seasons of my life and, and find, you know, God speaking to me differently through it. But second Corinthians twelve nine. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and, and cite it and then talk a little bit about it. But it says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Um. So, you know, I, I one thing I believe in is, is being open and and transparent. And so, um, you know, here recently I've been thinking about this verse, um, with some things that, you know, whether it's work or personally I'm going through and I've been really thinking about that, the, that part that says my power is made perfect in weakness. I said earlier, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. Um, I'm a doer, a fixer. I tend to, you know, just jump in and and go full force. And, um, and i You know, without really thinking, I just, I do, and like I need to fix all this stuff before I can go to Jesus. The issue is when I am fixing and I am doing, I am doing my plan, my way, my will. And when I do that, I find myself out of alignment with His and so um, I, I think when I bring that back and I've really been thinking about this and uh, because I, I, I kind of find that in different seasons that I can tend to veer and, and start, you know, go in my natural tendency of trying to be that doer and try to be that fixer. But as leaders, I think we, we are doers and we are fixers and we're used to foraging the way and, and having to be the one to do that. But I, I think the takeaway would be, um, to make sure that you, we stay in alignment with His will, to make sure that we find ourselves in, in not trying to be the fixers of our weaknesses, and not to you know trying to be um, the you know the strong one. We don't need to be. We can take our weaknesses. We can lay them at His feet. We can trust Him and the fact that He tells us His power will be made perfect in our weaknesses. And so um, that gives me comfort. That also reminds me to to reel it in a little bit um, to uh, i don't have to be doing all of this on my own i and the, and the truth is that i'm not strong enough um I need him, and so I need to make sure that I'm staying in alignment um and I'm staying you know according to his plan and his purpose, so that would be the key takeaway
0: well, that was uh, a message you know for me too i can. 100% relate to that journey yeah. of trusting him yeah. and going, yes. uh, yeah, his will, his way, his yeah. timing, right? Yeah. Yes. That's exactly That's right. Good. It always reminds me of going to the chiropractor, <laughs> getting back into alignment, but it's a it's a whole yes. spiritual alignment. It's good. Yeah. Thank you um, for being on the show today. I'm so grateful that you took the time to be here. So how could people connect with you?
1: Yeah, I am on LinkedIn. You can find me um, under uh, searching Michelle Smith and um, would be happy to connect and um, and help or assist anyone in any way. Awesome. And we will leave those that information below, too. All All right. Thank
0: you.